Hey everyone, welcome to the GIST Podcast. If you're tired of being comfortable and want to take on living life from the context of 100% fuck yeah, join us each week as we share lessons we're experiencing in this crazy game called life. We invite you to play along and get your shit together. Take responsibility for how your life is currently going and at the same time, take on new, fun, and sometimes crazy shit. We promise to challenge your thinking by being vulnerable, authentic, and straight up with what we're dealing with, what doesn't work, and what can. Be warned, this is not your grandma's podcast. Welcome. Good morning. It is Saturday. We're starting our timers. We are. We've got structures in place here. We want to make sure we honor your time. We are at episode 35 of The Gist. Oh, that's right. Every day, every week is another episode, my man. And every week I forget. I'm like, oh, <laughs> I know. I, I Sometimes I wonder if you just do that to humor the conversation, <laughs> but I actually think it's genuine. No, no yeah, like every week I'm surprised. I'm just like, wow, oh, 35. Oh, shit, we're cool. still doing this. Another 35 episodes and we'll be at 70. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, I am, uh, I'm, I had a great morning. I was up at six this I morning. I, I literally called that. Did you? Yes, I told my wife because I was sleeping in and slacking off, <laughs> and she's like, and I was like, oh, I'm surprised I haven't heard from David yet because I texted you at like around eight, and then she's like, oh, really? Why? I'm like, well, and she's like, oh, why? He's up at like five, right? <laughs> I'm like, no, I bet you he was up at six today. Like, now the reason I was up at six because I I actually did want to sleep in a little bit, mm-hmm. but we're plant sitting for Nicholas. Oh, and so that's a fucking a huge responsibility. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Wow. Uh, I'd be like, uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, and it's the, it's their garden outside, actually. So tomatoes and and all that stuff. Oh, like are they in pots though, or are you going to his house? No, no, uh, just outside. It's pretty straightforward. It's, we he's got all the 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 hoses set out, and and I turn the the one on in the front. And Sorry, I, no. So you are going to his house. To his house, but yes, not right. in his house. Right, right, right. Yeah. yeah. I uh, and I, I have to do it in the mornings because otherwise it gets too hot during the day. Wow. And and the only time really to, that it works is typically pretty early, right? Right. Uh, especially on a Saturday. So, wow. And the fact that we're doing this on a Saturday, right? So that was one of the reasons why I I know was who I'm asking if I ever need a plant sitter. No promises <laughs> that I'll actually say yes, though. <laughs> awesome. Yeah, so I've been up pretty early, and uh, I've been actually spending some time on elevating what we're up to, the just life, and exploring what we've been exploring. Just taking some time out for that. So I'm I'm in it already. Like I'm just yeah, you're in ready the game. To go. Uh, you know what, man? I'm so. Uh, you know what? This is great for me because they say like be. You got to hang out with people that you want to be like. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you, I want to be like Mike. You are fucking stepping it up, man. It's unbelievable. <laughs> uh, no, I, I uh, that's great. I, I mean, I'm totally here and present, and I, and I uh, appreciate the fact that you're not busting my balls too hard here with the fact that I'm a little behind the eight ball. And also, I don't know really if I, if I cut the window short because normally we're anywhere between. 12 and 2 potentially depending on what we're up to uh for a finish for the podcast but uh it's really important that i go over to see uh, my accountant and get that uh, dealt with i'm super excited to have that off my plate 
uh, as I was mentioning before the podcast, just it's exciting. Like, I feel like we're all in this, like getting shit done mode and like, I'm excited to get things done and then see what it's actually like to have like time that I could intentionally use for other things like the podcast or, yeah, yeah. or whatever. Right. Yeah. You know, cause that's what I realized why a lot of the busyness occurs in most people's lives is because it's because we're busy and that's like comfortable and familiar for some or something. And we don't actually get shit done. Is it like, are we afraid to have time and space? Like, what's that about? I bet you there's a part of that that's there secretly, covertly, you know, in the background. What do I do when I don't have anything to do? Right. And and maybe you haven't looked at what it looks like to spend time on something that is yours and just yours alone, like some sort right. of hobby, right? I, I, I think that's kind of, it's becoming something that's missing in a lot of people's worlds because we're so busy with all that stuff we've created a long time ago. There's no time for extracurricular self-fulfilling as in like it fills yourself with a feeling yeah. of satisfaction. Like it's not work. It's not a thing to do. It's like, holy fuck, that was awesome. Yeah. It's just something right. to enjoy yourself. Yeah. With. Something you enjoy. And I think you're right about that. And I also think that part of it is it's almost like uh you know, if it, being alone with myself, like for for most people, like if you're not busy, if you don't have things in your space all the time, then you're left with empty and, and you get to evaluate what's going on inside. Like that's the whole med- idea of meditation, right? It's just being with. And by the way, my meditation on Thursday night, like I remember it specifically, it was like, it was fucking unbelievable, man. Like, I think I fucking popped my meditation cherry. It was crazy. <laughs> That's awesome. Like, I could feel my fucking brain. Like, I was totally chill in the zone. I was focused on, like, when he I was doing, I do the Headspace app. Yeah, it's a really great app. Yeah, and, and I, I don't know why, but for some reason, something clicked this time when he was giving me the instruction. And he's talking about, okay, you know, focus on your body, for example. And so I'd actually, I would actually focus on the body and do the scanning and just my, my breathing would happen naturally. But then there's a part where, for example, he tells you to count the breaths. He's like, count up to 10 and then come back to one. And I got nine full repetitions of that in. And there was, and I actually remember there was one time, only one time I got to about seven and then I drifted for about a second and I was like, oh, because when you drift, he says, when you drift away, when you notice that you're drifting and thinking about other shit, bring it back to the counting or the breathing. And I was like, oh, I just focused on the breathing the whole time. And when I was focusing on that, nothing else, everything else was like, yeah, you're just in yeah, it was, your own chamber of awesomeness. It was crazy, man. And I could literally feel like I, I imagined in my, in my head or my brain, I imagined like, you know, the, you know, that thunderstorm, that lightning storm that goes on in the brain that you've seen like graphs of that, right? Yep. That's what I was imagining in my mind, like, you know. All the neurons firing. Yeah, and, everything's getting organized up there and, you know. Semi-organized. Semi-organized, semi <laughs> straightening out. But what was interesting about the whole experience is that my wife and kids were doing their best not to disturb me, but they came home just as I was, like, getting into it. And they were in and out of the room and stuff. And I could hear them. I knew they were there. But I didn't, I didn't break my concentration for a second. And they actually, my kids were like, afterwards, like, they're like, dad, that was like creepy. 
And you thought we weren't sure if you were like a ghost or you were sleeping. We didn't know what was going on. <laughs> so you, you just... were like in the same room, like they... main main floor. No, I was in my bedroom, but oh, okay. they just came home from the pool or something. Like they all had to sh- they had to shower and stuff. And I remember that I could feel like boop, the light came on, so I could feel it. it got brighter for just a second. But I was so dark in my with my eyes closed. It was so dark. It was like the light. You know how the light, you can feel the light yep. behind your eyes. Totally, get it, it didn't impact me whatsoever. It was just it was amazing. Thirty minutes straight. Nicely done. Yeah, it was insane. Just wait until you take on Vision's uh, six phase meditation. That that comes a little later. Uh, I really appreciate the guy from Headspace and uh, and how he brings you through the exercise of meditation and, and, and is that Sherpa for you? Yeah. Right. He's, he's like, here, let me, let me hold some of the weight as we take you through this so that you get used to it. It's super, super powerful. You're learning. Yeah. Right? It, it is a really new skill. And uh, vision does the same thing with his six phase uh, and it's different. Can you download Like, is it an actual audio or something? Yep. Oh, cool. Yeah, and oh. it it takes med- the meditation. He doesn't even really classify it as a meditation uh, in the traditional sense. He, he's not a traditional guy in, in any <laughs> sense of the word, really. Um, but but the, the the process that he guides you through, the, the six areas that he guides you through, um, has me, this is the one I've been using now consistently for the last few weeks, just, it's really hard to describe the, the level of completion and readiness that I have when I start my day after that meditation and how much it takes to actually do the meditation too. Right. Like it, it, it's There's probably, two. uh, I should probably have some training wheels on, uh, but you know, I'm in typical fashion. I have it that I can do it without training wheels. Totally. And so get to grapple with in the moment drifting off quite regularly right oh yeah um, but uh, but noticing it and coming back to it it's it's really really fascinating and when i when i am when i do have a really strong uh, focused meditation yeah i come out of it just not just refilled and recharged but yeah. i got like surplus energy yeah. batteries that i get to like plug in at key yeah. points of the day you know dude this is so interesting because uh, Bob Proctor, for example, he talks about energy. People say, oh, like, I don't know where they get the energy. And he goes, you know, you don't get energy. <laughs> you produce energy. Mm. Do you know what I mean? He's yep. like, it's like a infinite thing. And you just <laughs> need to find, this isn't him, by the way. Now I'm thinking like, you just need to find what, like you were talking about earlier, what actually lights you up? What gives you energy? Right. And I'm realizing now, like, training my body like working out i'm like as much as i'm just still in the beginning phase of getting back into it it actually gives me energy it's part of it right uh meditation it i don't know why i still same as you have a bunch of considerations before i sit down to do it because it's work actually right i mean it's super relaxing and whatnot but it it, takes something yeah it takes something to sit there and as joe dispenza says you sit there and you be still like you like he goes you train that your body you train it like an animal and you just say, you sit and you be still <laughs> like, right. But that's the thing. It's like, I'm the one who calls the shots. I can sit here for a half an hour if I want. I can do that. Right. But it takes something. Have you ever tried a meditation when you, when you had a little bit of herb to, to well, elevate yourself? Uh, uh, truth be told, <laughs> I was 
blasted on Thursday. Uh, okay, nice. <laughs> and, I, and I was actually surprised because I thought it was going to be super hard to... It depends. Yeah, but I think because I had intention about it, yeah. right? I was like, I'm going to do this meditation. It, and that's possibly what um, uh, <laughs> put my... The elevation there helped with the elevation. But, but I think the ability to focus is what made the difference. And what I've been noticing lately for myself is the mindfulness, like in the moment, catching myself being a certain way mm. or doing a certain thing. And I'm like, oh, like, no, that's not, you know, it's yep. really interesting. Yeah. So, uh, Vern and I want to share with everybody a, a little fun, mm. little fun ditty here that uh, I think it's important that we get grounded in the, uh, when we are starting something new, the growing pains that come out of it yeah. and the ridiculous things that we do and don't realize. But when you, when you realize them, the appreciation of like the journey is just so paramount right well, there in the moment. These are part of the things that take you out from doing the thing. It can. Right. Well, cause you yeah. start the thing yeah. and then you expect to be like an expert at it right Knock now. Knock it out of the park. Right. It doesn't work. And then you go, fuck that. And then you actually forget, like my coach would say, like, you have to allow space for learning. Yeah. Right. When you're doing something new and isn't learn, isn't this fun? The learning thing? It's a, it's a lot of fun. Yeah. I'm actually excited about uh, what I get to uncover in this, uh, in this new world that is audio. I, I don't know uh, anything about it really. So that is what we're talking about. We, we, uh, we are complete I mean, if Dave's, David's a noob, I'm, I don't even know what Is I there something be. below that? I would, whatever, below whatever's below noob <laughs> <laughs> when it comes to audio and the, the new mic setup we have. And it's exciting though, because since we got these, what, three or four weeks ago, yeah. every single week, huge learning, they actually, we've learned and, and they've gotten better. Yeah. Right. So, so what happened this time that we discovered, oh, we thought we had it figured out last week. We're like, right on. We're like, well, we've been we, running. Yeah. We, yeah, we had it set up and we had uh, a recording coming through and then in, there was something wrong with your voice or your, but I mic. didn't know about that until the edit. Right. So right. there was a bit of a hum in the background and I'm like, what the fuck is going on? And I have no idea how to in now post-production to, yeah. to do anything about it. Right? right. Like I really have no context for, for what it takes. And so, uh, what happened, I had a buddy of mine come over, uh, well, Keith came over yesterday. Yeah. Keith spent, he was on episode 32. Yeah. He was, yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Anyway, a recent episode and uh, he's an audiophile. He, he loves this, this world. He bre lives and breathes this world. And so we were sitting and chatting and he was looking at the setup and looking at the mics and, uh, it turns out there was a couple <laughs> things that I had going on. So uh, the, the the biggest one that probably made the biggest difference and that we had no fucking clue about was that these are not, uh, these are single direction microphones, which means that it only captures audio when it's facing a certain direction. Which... We did not know that was a thing. We did not know that was a thing. I'm pretty sure like a couple of weeks ago, you were like over on the other side <clears throat> and we were getting pissed off because we were trying to figure out why it was picking up your voice over there, but it wasn't working when you oh, came back on the other side. Oh, probably. Now that I think about it. Oh my God. Yeah. So the Hilarious. mic was facing the wrong way. 
Yeah, it was spoken backwards. in layman terms. It was backwards. We didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> we didn't know it was a thing. And I'm sure in Keith's mind, he's like, oh dear. Oh boy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good luck, guys. It's so funny because Keith is already sort of like a, like a Neo, you know, when it comes to audio. Like he talks about it like. Like, you get it. Like, he talks about it like it's not a big deal, right? So, totally. like, imagine him coming just to see, like, the microphone backwards off. Well, and and, Ugh, the, and the way so he described the, uh, the, the, the way he debugs issues yeah. is he goes from the, the wall out. Mm. So, if there's ever any issues inside of audio, he'll look at whether it's plugged in first. Right? Like, those, ah, those fundamental... Like little things that you're, like... And going from the wall out to what's final which is the microphone oh that's smart so so that alone as a best practice as a thing to take on as right. we start to elevate but that's super invaluable that's interesting because with sound that 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 totally makes sense but that's like part of the process like right. oh we got a problem what do we do okay yeah they're plugged in cool we got power right <laughs> then you just keep yeah working your way down to the end that's like reading a book right left yep. to right yeah that's yeah so cool. that was a, a really awesome um learning experience and i'm I'm just so grateful for those people around that are willing to right. come and do that that is fucking awesome man i've been i've been noticing hugely in the last two to three weeks the community i have around me man i'm super grateful i'm just filled with gratitude all the time lately with even uh, you know um things between work personal stuff uh the, the passion projects like the podcast um and then uh I don't know if it's a good segue here, but to switch switch into my pretty intense emotional week. I think that'd be a really uh, valuable thing to touch on. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so as most of you know, that um, I'm in the life insurance business, so I'm, I'm a life insurance advisor. And um, I've been talking a lot about this new concept called infinite banking. And essentially what that is, is how you can, you can use a certain type of life insurance policy as a privatized banking system, essentially to finance the needs in your life, which is super, super fucking cool. exciting. Yeah. And we're totally transforming the game with this process. However, and it's, it's actually more about the function of banking and having control and access to your money than it is about life insurance. However, the foundation of it is still life insurance. And I was a life insurance advisor far before I was an infinite banking practitioner. Mm-hmm. And uh, what's interesting about it is that when you sit down with somebody and you're a new advisor, I mean, I've been in the business for seven years, but I certainly haven't experienced everything that there is to experience in the business. And one of those things is a death claim because uh, people die. And so um, when you sit down with somebody and you, you, you hand them this policy, you go through the whole process, you hand them this policy, it's like, you're just not thinking about the fact that you could be bringing a check someday to that person's loved one, that beneficiary or whoever it is. And, uh, it's a really surreal experience going through the whole thing, getting a phone call saying that you have to call this widow. It's like, there was some stuff that showed up for you at the very beginning of this engagement, like this opportunity, there, there were some concerns that showed up. Why don't you share a little bit about what those were for you? Yeah, the immediate concern, the very first thing probably that came to my head was, did I do a good job? Mm. Like, did I do a full and complete job? Did I do what needed to be done? Right? Like, 
when you're thinking about bringing somebody a check, I mean, it's, it sounds kind of, what's the word? Uh, it doesn't sound genuine or, or loving when you say check, but ultimately at the end of the day, what we're talking about is helping replace money, like financial need that is now gone because of that partner or whatever. Okay, so that at the end of the day, that's and what it is. space for it's, grieving. Yeah, it's space for grieving. It gives yeah, you yeah. time to think and figure out what you want to do. So bringing somebody this check, like in my mind, I'm thinking, oh my God, could I have done something to make it be more? Or like, could it have been more? Or do you know what I mean? Like that was the thing that came to my mind because it's never enough at the end of the day, right? It's never enough. There's always something that you felt you could have done. Yeah, absolutely. I think, then, I think it did good. I think it was all, it's all good. But I think that's probably just a natural thing maybe that comes to your mind because you're like, whoa, now it just got real. And you're like... So when you say it got real, what, what, what is that? Because this is a matter of uh, bringing your own mortality, the, the, the reality that we're only here for a short span of time, it really came to a head for you. Yeah, there was that. But also, and, and I'm gonna, I want to put a pin in this, it's also that conversation I had with you and Heather yesterday about uh, responsibility. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? So I've got that note written down. I want to come back to that. But... Um, uh, sorry, represents me to where we were. Well, at just the 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 overall emotional experience that you were. I mean, it wasn't you that lost somebody. Yet right. You ha- were impacted by it yeah. in a very different way, and it's and it's the first time that this has happened. Yeah, it's the first time this has happened, and that's the thing with any type of business, job, or whatever it is you're doing. It's the same with these mics. Like as you move through and and different things come up, you experience new growth. And this is a real thing that's a part of the business that you hope you never have to deal with. Really, it's kind of like a cop having guns drawn, right? Like yep. they hope they never ha- are in that situation or some of them are probably really are, look forward to that situation. But depends who you talk uh, to. It depends on who you talk to. But my point is, is there's been police officers on a force for 30 years and have never pulled their gun out in active duty, for example. Right. And there's probably life insurance advisors that have been around the business for 20 or 30 years. I think it's rare if they've actually been active, but that who have never delivered a death claim. And I'm still actually in the middle of the process, but uh, the amount of growth I've experienced with that and the res- realizing, like it's a coming of age, like the responsibility that comes along with this job and this business, there's a lot of um, whatever, I don't care what, what, what you call them, but there's a lot of stigma and all that kind of stuff out there around this. But I have a lot of passion for what I do. And, and, and now it's, it's increased by about a thousand percent because mm-hmm. it's, there's, there's, a, there's a level of perspective that you get and it's almost like an honor. It's like a wearing a badge. You're like, holy shit. Like, yeah, this is what we play for. Yeah. Right? Yeah, uh, you, you really get um, reconnected to the big game that you're up to, why you got into the business to begin with. That's what, right. Yeah. Like, there's some other new <clears throat> and exciting things that have come up since. But this is like, wow, you're on the phone Wednesday morning with, with a widow who is literally devastated. Mm-hmm. And... and and all kinds of concern and all kinds of things going on. And one of the things that my mentor pointed out to me that I thought was amazing is he's like, you know, Vern, he's like, part of the thing that comes along with this responsibility is the fact that you are one of the only people when a death happens, there's all kinds of people banging on the door, all kinds of people looking for money or a handout bills that got to be paid accounts that got to be closed. You're saying, Hey, how can I help you? And oh yeah, by the way, here's a check, mm-hmm. right? He's like, there's very few people bringing money. Most people are asking for money. Right. And now I was just like, wow, that hit home for me. Well, you, you create a, a very special, 
I would say a very special bond with those that uh, that are going through that. There is a uh, account on ability, like the people can count on you for it implicitly. Like it's it, they just know with certainty that that's that that's available without question. Even though there's so much uncertainty right. currently in their world, there is at least. Uh, I'm not saying it's the only thing, but definitely the thing that they know predictably that is going to be there to support where they need it. Right. And yeah, and speaking of which, uh, this is kind of a sidebar, but there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of negative publicity out there too. Like if something doesn't work, of course people want to jump all over it. Sure. And yeah, there's been claims in the past that have, that have been denied, for example. Right. I just want to address this because, but nine times out of 10, you read a story or whatever it is, you're not getting all the facts. No. Okay. This Rarely is a very clear contract, how these policies work. And if either side violates it, someone has to pay that price. And and sometimes the client, unfortunately, is the one that that um, uh, violates the contract. And I'm not saying there hasn't been claims or bad situations that have been denied because of on the on the insurance side. That's for sure. But it's easy to write an article and talk about how bad it is. But I tell you, there is countless. I know advisors. There's countless amount of claims, disability, critical illness, and death benefits that are being handed out all the fucking time and I'm going through it and that's another thing too it's almost kind of like you prove it to yourself you're like wow this is real Mm -hmm. like this person passed away and everything's happening as they told me it was going to happen right so yeah anyway yeah Yeah, that's awesome so so you put a a pin in this this idea of of responsibility and so let's circle back to that because I think there's a lot of uh, wisdom there for sure sure and did you have a chance to see that video I have not. Okay, cool. No, but maybe we can watch it at the end. It's it's yeah, only yeah, five let's minutes, do that. But it's sure. really uh, so. It's just I just you know Facebook feed. I was scrolling yesterday or yeah yesterday I think it was, and there was a man there giving a little a speech. And I'm not. I think he was a veteran. I'm not sure who he was talking to or what it was, but it was only five minutes of his talk, and uh, he was telling a story about when he was in Vietnam. He was leading up to. Uh, he started talking about responsibility. And he said he, he was in the Vietnam War and there was a situation where there was a, a bunch of uh, Vietnam, I don't know what they call them, but the, the Vietnam soldiers were coming to like kill the American soldiers. So they got this call and it was like, we have to evacuate. We have, you know, aid coming. We're going to be able to get you guys out of there, but we need five people to stay behind. Oh, fuck. Can you imagine? Right. Holy crap. I don't know how many guys were there. 20, 30, 50, 100. doesn't matter. But we need five of you to stay back to, to, to save these guys. Right. And uh, so he goes, my commanding officer looked at me and he said, I don't know the guy's name, Joe, I need you to stay back with me. Like, I need you. And he's like, me? Like, I have to stay? Right? <laughs> and he goes, and he said, Sarge, like, why do I have to stay? And this is like really intense because I've never been in war. But he says, because it's your responsibility. And the thing is, is a lot of people take responsibility. They look at that like it's a like it's a, uh, a rigid thing, like a rule, like, you got to do this because I think a lot of people misuse it. But a responsibility is actually a choice. And that's what he kind of broke down. It exists. It's two words. It's the, the word response or respond and the word ability. So he says it's your um, ability. Excuse me. It's, your, it's the response you choose in a situation given your ability. Right. And that's what the sergeant said to him. He's like, because we have the ability, so we must respond. I was just like, oh shit, like that. That gave me goosebumps. Yeah, man. it puts you in a different, it's a different perspective. And it's and it all ties into the week I had. Well, and, right. and there's power there right. in, in that. If you choose it. If you course. choose it, yeah. Right. But that's just it. It's not that, yeah, you fucking do it or hold a gun to your head. No, it's like, holy shit, 
I have an opportunity here to respond to something and I have the ability to do something about it. Yeah. And that's also a, 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 a mantra you could use to, to answer the question. Cause a lot of times we're confused about if you should do something or not, or if this is like a thing that you can contribute to, I was like, okay, well, what's the situation? Um, here, here's my response and, and how, how well can I have an impact given my abilities, right? Or can hmm. I learn something to do something about it or whatever? Man, the, uh, the access, when, when we look to see where we're able to, to do that in our own lives, to response, to respond to, to whatever situation is currently in going on and, and then to look and see that uh, whether we're actually uh, capable, we have the ability to do so. And, and if we are, uh, or if we're not, I, I think, you know, there, if you're not, there's, there's something there. Like I had imagined, and certainly there's a pull for me right in that moment is like, well, uh, it, 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 it collapses now my having to versus my ability to do so. Right. And to really distinguish those out. And if you're not capable, but then what? Well, that's what I was going to, yeah, that's what I was thinking right there. And if you're not, it actually gives you access to the appropriate action. Because mm. if you're not capable to actually do the thing, if you see a, a home fully engulfed in flames, you're not going to run into that. I mean, you Some can might. be brave, but the, the likelihood is if you know anything about fire and how that works, running into that building is a bad idea. Like mm -hmm. you're not going to come out. It's not going to happen. So like the likelihood is very odd unless there's like a kid stuck in the doorway or something right there. Yeah. Or, you if, might it's a movie. or if it's a movie, but if you <laughs> go into the building, the likelihood of you coming out is very slim. So my, my point is, is if you see a building on fire, well, your ability to respond is going to be to call the, the appropriate people. Cause you're not the person who's going to put the fire out. That's right. But the right thing to do. And the thing that you can do is to call the people who can do the job. Yeah. And that. That is an important distinction, right? Because a lot of times we are taking stuff on that we do not have the ability to respond to. And it's all, it's like, I got this. Exactly. Yeah, that's totally. Yeah. Uh, well, it uh, sounds like the, the name of our episode <laughs> is a little bit of a responsibility. And if you're present to it in, in your life, when, when those situations, those opportunities come up and then do you step into it? Right. Uh, and, Man, I just got goosebumps again because if you are able to step into it, uh, that's where now life begins to pay back in spades. Mm -hmm. I believe that when you when you really step in and and lean into those things that for you they were uncomfortable, they were they were not experienced by you yet, but the knowingness that was there for you is like this is what I've prepared for right this is why i'm in this business and you stepped right in and you're right and you know what there's so much here in the sense that um we talked about community mm -hmm. so in awareness i didn't jump right on the phone call i did not call that lady back right and away i, I want to acknowledge you for that man because we can react you know be in that moment of reaction and just do something maybe we shouldn't right away yeah and then uh once i did have the conversation with her when i got a little settled because i was i was activated <laughs> right like my whole body i could feel it i was like wow okay like you said this is what we've prepared for you got the call you're deploying the soldiers like <laughs> let's go great uh but then I had a conversation with my mentor later and I just said, I got a death, a death claim. And he goes, that's terrific. 
Like, not like, oh, great, someone died. But he was excited for me because mm-hmm. he's like, man, you're going to fucking find out what this is all about. And uh, But he gave me some really good instructions. And, and what should I do? Because I was like, dude, t- do I go to the funeral? And he's like, I absolutely think you should. For sure. And so I just wanted, that's what I wanted to talk about when it came to responsibility and being confronted and having all kinds of considerations. I was really confronted yesterday with that. Mm. And I went there and I thought, okay, I'll show up like real close to the ceremony. So everyone will be set up. No, no. The entire family was outside. And so, but it was already two o'clock. Like it was when it was all starting. Right. So I'm like, okay, so I, here we go. Yeah. I just kind of stepped up. Nobody really, I I was almost like a ghost. Like nobody really, everybody was engaging and talking to each other and all that. And then I just quietly went into the back. Somebody pointed me to a single chair. I just sat in the chair. I, you know, I listened, I paid my respects. I heard all the prayers and people were, they even had an open mic section, which was kind of cool. People got up and shared their stories, shared their stories and stuff. They did the slideshow. And then I just, and then I just sort of said goodbye and left. Right. And, uh, I think that was definitely the right thing to do, but that was another thing that was like, I, it was a gut check for me. It was like, I could leave right now and nobody would fucking know. Totally. Nobody would know. Except for one person. That's right. And that's the thing. I literally had a conversation with myself because I was leading up to it. Probably then the, the, the 15 minutes before I got out of the car, I was like, fuck man, can I do like, Oh, I, I don't know what it is. It's like, I just, I don't, I don't feel like all that. That's what I was like, confusion and all this. And then I was like, and I, I, I just decided, I was like, Vern, you cannot, you have to go in here and Mm. do this. Mm. Like, this is actually part of it, period. So yeah, it was pretty intense. Well, that's, uh, that's awesome. I'm I'm really glad that uh, you stepped up and I'm not surprised either that you stepped up, that this is the game that we've created for ourselves and what we say we want to to do and and be a part of and uh, and provide value and and uh, and and do uh, as a result have something else ripple out like there there is now whether you're present to it or not yeah. how you start to show up hell this podcast right and the people listening to this podcast we have no idea what that ripple effect looks like and and but one thing that i'm clear on is the ripple effect will be positive because the the introspection the reflection that's now being made available for others the what happens now across you know the the wavelengths that that this audio goes out into the world and 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 impacts people with i think that's uh that's the magic and uh and that's why we do what we do there's just this knowing that if you if you step in and do the thing that that fills you up that fills yeah. me up that uh, that there is something that happens out there and there is always somebody watching somebody listening that you don't know about and Absolutely. that will have an impact that i i believe without question it happens all the time mm-hmm. oh yeah I, I uh i i listened to one of your podcasts is really great I would have not have not had any idea that that they, that person listened to us, right? Uh, and and how many more are listening and not saying anything, right? And, in in any fashion, whether it's a conversation and then the conversation that they have with with somebody else as right. a result of the conversation that you have with them, yeah. Man, it, it is really interesting to to stop and notice the ripple effect that we actually have positively 
and negatively. Yeah. Uh, and you have to be responsible. And you got to be responsible. You know what? Speaking of which, you got to be responsible. I, I, we're going into a whole other conversation here, but I think this is great. That's the other thing I want to point to is the impact that you have. Um, for lack of better terms, okay, we're talking about like, quote unquote, an average guy here, okay? But the people that were in that room, there was standing room only, and uh, you could tell that this guy had an impact on everybody in there. Mm. And that stretches even beyond that, right? Everyone spoke very highly. So you don't really think about that either. Like the people, the congregation that would occur, the people that would get together to mourn the loss or whatever, or celebrate the life or whatever it is. It's like you have an impact, man, and you yeah. got to start paying attention to it. And it's and it's um, it's really important. And speaking of which, just a segue, uh, we do still want to hear from you. I think that there's Absolutely. a lot of gold here. If there's anything that we've ever shared, uh, if you were even the least bit inspired to take a different action or to do something that you wouldn't normally have done to have a conversation or or whatever. Because of something you heard from this podcast, we would love to hear from you. And uh, we're happy to keep you anonymous, right? Or give you a shout out, whatever you prefer. But we'd love to hear your story. So uh, say hi at thegistpodcast.com and we'd be happy to share your story or just keep it to ourselves. It's totally up to you, but we do want to hear from you. Yeah, so thanks for listening. Episode 35 of the Gist Podcast. We'll be back again next week. Have a great weekend.